I followed the rules, paid my dues, and crushed shit in corporate America. Then freedom became all that mattered. Man, I am so excited. Season one, episode one of that Casey Richardson show. Let's go. <laughs> I'm so happy you're here rocking with me. Um, make sure that you follow, like, subscribe, share. Um, it's going to be a wild ride, man. Um, so I am the founder of Blaze Group LLC, uh, a consulting and, and coaching firm where I pour into Black women who own businesses and are blazing trails in their businesses um, and in their niches and in their communities, uh, in their families, uh, in their neighborhoods, in the world, man. <laughs> Um, and I also am the founder of a company called Freedom and Fragility. Uh, it serves to break the cycle of silent suffering. Uh, I started that journey because of a lot of pain and trauma that I experienced. And, and then my realization that I am human and I should not try to be the strong black woman uh, who does not have emotion and, and, and fragility. Um, I learned through trial and error that there is so much freedom there's so, so, so much freedom in uh, walking in humanness and letting my tribe know how they can support me, right? Um, and getting support, et cetera. So um, that's a bit about me. We'll, we'll align a little more as we go along this journey. Um, I'm definitely going to be tapping in with you, bringing guests on, et cetera. So man, I'm, I'm excited. Um, to rock with this. And uh, I'll tell you, this moment takes me back to October of 2018, when I flew to DC from San Francisco, California, uh, to meet a group of black and brown sophomores and juniors in college. And the, the goal was, the objective was to expose them to business and finance, right? Um, and make them feel like they should definitely come um, to, to our company uh, and other companies that were there as interns, right? And so I sat at a group, I sat at a table with a group of about eight young, young ladies, right? And like I always do, I, I, you know, make them feel very, very comfortable and they can say whatever, right? Um, and they did. And they, and one girl looked at me and she said, Casey, um, to be honest, when I hear about amazing internships, like I don't tell my friends about it because I want to apply. And I said, man, um, so why wouldn't you tell them? And I already knew why, right? Because, man, I am them. <laughs> Right. I already knew why, but for her to feel the need to share that, right, um, that struck me. And I said, why? And she said, I mean, you know, because I want to get it. And I said, and again, I understand exactly what she's saying, right? Um, but I prodded a bit and I said, so um, do you think that there are enough room? Do you think there's enough room uh, for seven white boys? And she said, yeah, all the girls like, yeah, of course. Like, yeah, duh. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. Um, do you think there's enough room for three white girls? And they're like, yeah, 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 that seems reasonable. Yeah, I've seen that, you know, all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, oh, okay. Um, but four Latina girls, 
And they, all of them, no, 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 no. And that pained me, man. Um, not because they were wrong, not because they were wrong, but because in 2018, October of 2018, they had never seen it. And it pained me because I had never seen it, right? Um, and so I, I rebuttaled back to them and I said, y'all tell all of y'all's friends um, about these internship opportunities because there's a room for seven white boys to be in that space and three white girls to be in that space. There absolutely isn't a room for four Latina girls to be in that space, right? <laughs> and five black women, <laughs> black girls to be in that space, right? Um, but I knew that I had a responsibility to go back and say, man, like we are really, we are really causing problems. We are really not getting this thing right, you know? Um, and I did that, right? I was on a, on a global diversity and inclusion um, team and I told this story and, you know, even in that space, right? Like I'm the only one that looks like me. <laughs> but um, that stuck with me. That stuck with me because it sparked the flame that showed me that change was happening too slowly, that nobody was coming to save us in the way we needed to be saved, that nobody would guess that these are our experiences, right? And these are the things that we think about. Like, this is the weight and the gravity of the decisions that we make, right? And, and how we have to move through life even before we step into corporate America, right? Before we step into nine to fives, right? Uh, before we have the degree in hand. Um, so, I can say that that day really put a different kind of fire under me. Um, and it, and it, it showed me that it was time <laughs> to take action um, and to make space and protect space and be radical about it, man. Um, and to not ask for permission for it. So uh, I thank God for those eight black and brown girls that sat around that table and were bold enough to speak their truth on that day because it changed my life. Let's talk about them bands. Now, we all know Stacey Abrams for being the political genius that she is, making history in Georgia, uh, getting voter registration numbers up in numbers to numbers that we haven't ever seen, uh, being absolutely influential in the 2020 election. But did you know that she co-founded a fintech company? Yep. Stacey Abrams, alongside Laura Hodgson, founded a fintech company called Now in 2010. And CIS raised $9.5 million in June for that company. So far, word of mouth has been the way that they've marketed and gotten people the help that they need. Um, I guess I'm being a part of that now <laughs> by telling you all about it. But this story goes back to struggles that Stacey experienced herself. So her and Laura, um, they actually had a, a childcare company called Nourish, right, before 2010. And the company grew so quickly that they weren't able to find the financial solutions they needed to stay alive. They went from bank to bank uh, and got denied and denied and denied. And if you remember in 2008, things are kind of bad <laughs> for the economy. So that didn't help things at all. So roll on to 2010, Lara and Stacy founded a fintech company to help provide solutions that they weren't able to get when they were in need as, a small, as small business owners. So now allows small businesses to take their invoices, right, for sales they've made 
and money they expect to make in 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, now pays them up front. That's like day one, <laughs> quickly pays them uh, at 100% of what that, whatever that invoice value is, less a 3% merchant fee. And it's Stacy and Lara's company that makes the money from the original buyers in 30 days after that date or 60 days after that date. Um, so it's huge, right? If you think about what that does for cash flow for businesses, right? Um, 30 days can make or break a company, right? Especially in times like, like these, right? Where pandemic um, has just rattled the economy where, you know, shutdown orders start and stop, start and stop, which really inhibits sales and cash flow. Um, so now makes that cash uh, inflow a lot quicker for, for small businesses. And when I say quicker, I mean to date, they have done $700 million worth of transactions. That's $700 million uh, worth of cash, right? Hard cash that small businesses have gotten sooner. So um, if you are doing these types of transactions, right? If you're doing business to business transactions as a small business owner, definitely hit up now. Uh, I did a decade um, in finance, structuring loans and, and giving money to companies. And I can tell you that this is a great solution, um, especially for small businesses. The, the, the parameters and the guardrails are a lot more uh, lenient than your traditional banks, which is what we need, right? Like it's time for finance to be inclusive, man. It's time for banking to be inclusive. It is exclusive by design, right? Um, if you don't have, you know, a long history with a bank, right, then you can't access their products the way that others can. And you better be lucky enough to be in the neighborhoods they decided to build their companies in, right? <laughs> you better be lucky enough to be, you know, driving on the freeways, right, where they market their services, right? You better be lucky enough to have had education around credit and doing the right things with your money um, so that you can have built up a history that they want to see, right? Um, Stacy is doing a remarkable job to make finance inclusive. Um, a lot of fintech companies are doing the same. So, um, man, another another congrats to Stacy for doing the damn thing. Um, and businesses, please check out now if you can use their services to that point. Um, I have partnered with Kiva.org to provide 0% interest loans to members of my Blaze Women's Network. Um, that's 0% interest, absolutely no fees paid, no minimum credit score, similar to uh, this model I was talking about with Stacey Abrams. We're making sure that finance is inclusive. Uh, these loans can be up to $15,000. Uh, members of my Blaze Women's Network, I endorse you personally. I talk to you. I understand what your business model is. I make sure that you have a viable plan, that you have a good plan for making money, et cetera. Um, and I, I personally endorse your application so that it improves your odds of getting approved. If you're interested in that, definitely go to blazefinances.com, blazefinances.com. I'm helping uh, members of the Blaze Women's Network. If you are not a part of the Blaze Women's Network, I need you to pull up. I need you to pull up. Uh, so simply text the word blaze, that's B-L-A-Z-E to 474747. And I'll welcome you to the tribe with open arms. Again, that's blaze to 474747. There's always room for you, sis. <laughs> For the record, it's time to stop policing Black women. Black Twitter, Instagram, other social media outlets, uh, the media is talking about how 
Black women need to stop wearing bonnets out in public as if that in any way encroaches on anybody's safety, livelihoods, ability to put food in their children's mouths. Uh, I think it's time to understand that nose rings, length of fingernails, what people decide to put in their hair or not put in their hair, right, has nothing to do with the fight and the causes that we really should be talking about, freedom, equity, uh, health care, <laughs> people caping for Black women and protecting Black women, right? Um, please don't let this distract you from the real matters at hand. By the way, uh, saying for the record um, and talking our shit is a tradition of uh, freedom and fragility. Again, that's my, my wellness lifestyle company that really works to help stop the cycle of silent suffering. So every single month we come together in an open mic spoken word and uh, it's amazing. Artists uh, such as poets, singers, rappers, song artists, et cetera, um, they come and spit their, their artistry before they start, they must share something by saying for the record, right? And talk their shit and get some stuff off of their chest, right? Um, because not everyone has a therapist to talk to. Not everyone is bold enough to be honest with their family members. So that is safe space once a month <laughs> where they can clown, right? Um, so I guess keeping that tradition alive, um, I've got some shit off my chest. Uh, so let me share a piece of art with you. Um, I'm in love now. Uh, man, it's been five years um, of, of healing, growing, um, reintroducing myself, right, to Casey, um, what she feels, what she needs, what she loves. But um, love has come around full circle again. And I'm going to share this song, Lauren Hill, Tell Him. Let me be patient. Let me be kind. Make me unselfish without being blind. Though I may suffer, I'll envy not and endure what comes. Cause he's all that I've got and tell him. Tell him I need him. Tell him I love him and it'll be all right so i hope to see you at the next open mic with freedom and fragility definitely tap in follow us on instagram um freedom in fragility is our name if you want to join the tribe there is room for you just text the word freedom to 474747 and we'll welcome you with open arms again that's the word freedom to 474747 i want to see you in a place this month at the open mic Keep the same energy Work on being better when I'm 70 Your drip is just a water spring You know I drip different, just the seven seas I deal with life different, make that limit squeeze Went off for my style and identity Better bounce back and get Bomb energy is betting on me energy <laughs> And I want us to keep that energy. If you do not have it, I hope that you get it. Um, and I'm going to do my best to push you along in your own journey. Uh, last year, I walked away from a, a good paying corporate America job. And I pursued my dreams of having my own company, building a work from anywhere business and helping Black women to 
manage our businesses like a ninja, right? <laughs> and it's been fire. I have the flexibility to ebb and flow in my schedule as needed to protect my mental health. Um, I have built the life of my dreams. I've been in Africa for the past five months and it's been incredible, incredible, incredible. Um, I have a schedule that I, you know, decide um, and this stuff is not rocket science. Um, I definitely want to bridge as many women to this as I can. Um, I'm going to be bringing some fire women on the show to talk about how they uh, found and sustained, right, their own bomb energy. Uh, if you like to be on the show, do not be shy. Hit me up. Let me know <laughs> because I'd love to have you. But um, man, like it's 2021, man. We get one go around the track. You can't do it again, right? We can't get the days and the weeks and the months back. Um, so do it on your terms. One thing I can say about the entrepreneurship, the entrepreneurial journey is that not everyone understands it out of the gate, right? Um, it was very in, it was very interesting to go from having so many people cheering me on when I was, you know, making straight A's and then being valedictorian and then graduating magna cum laude and going to corporate America. I mean, so many people cheering me on and seeming as if, right, they believed that I was unstoppable, right? <laughs> And I saw that run out of gas in a lot of um, respects when I actually went out uh, to establish my own route, right? To stand on my own two feet and take my own capital and bet on myself, man. Um, but that did not deter me. It hurt at times, right? So I'm going to tell you it is going to hurt at times, but there is nothing more liberating. Um, there's nothing more honest than living your truth right and there's nothing more powerful right than giving other people the ability to see what they've never seen before right um so i encourage you to to keep bomb energy to find bomb energy man if you need to tap into bomb energy i am here always <laughs> but it's time man let's go let's go let's go uh, thank you for tuning in to my show. Uh, season one, episode one has been also oh special. I'm so happy that you are a part of it. Um, and I'll see you back next week. Peace. Join me for group coaching in Africa. Head to imkcrel.com to learn more.